start the program and as long as i remember to do this it'll be fun we're going to start the program today with a number and i'm going to finish the program today with a number and that number is what is stated on the u.s debt clock (laughs) so here we are right now at the beginning of the program the united states national debt is 34 trillion Fifteen billion eight hundred thirty-six million six hundred eighty-one thousand seven hundred sixteen dollars. That's where we're at right now. I'd say this program will probably last forty-five minutes to an hour today. I'll give you the update at the end of the show just to make you happy. But thanks for listening. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. I'm hanging out with the perspiring patriots. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Is today a special day? It is. Now, what is today? Today's our anniversary. Our wedding anniversary. Yes. All right. How many years has it been? Like 25? Ah, seven. Seven. Oh, my bad. My bad. Seven years. That's pretty good. Does it good. feel like 25? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been a it's been a great seven years. I'm happy with it. Well, good. Are what you? Did, yes. What's yes. what's been the key to make it seven years? Oh yeah, now there's an itch associated with it. Okay, that's I've never heard of this before. And Ryan told me, I said our anniversary's coming up, and I think it's our golden anniversary. He was like, I've never heard of golden anniversaries, and I said, Well, we were married on the seventh, and and I could have just made it up. I guess people celebrate their golden birthdays. <laughs> But anyways, we were married on the 7th, and this is our 7th anniversary, so it would be our golden anniversary. Is that the way that works? I don't know. So if you're married on the 10th- I could have just made it up, like I just said. If you were married on the 10th, and you celebrated your 10th, would that be golden? Yeah. I don't think that's right. I'm just saying, that's just okay, how well, they it can celebrate be your birth dates. One. Whatever, yeah. It is my golden one. Absolutely. Every day's golden with you. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. We gotta be fake for the podcast. Yeah. Let everybody know that it's perfect around here there's yeah, never anything not going hardly on. not hardly <laughs> what complaints do you uh, let's not share those on the <laughs> air <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know well, it's been a good seven years it has it has I but have, you told me about an itch or something what is it they call it i, I have heard it's called the seven year itch oh it's where um i guess people who aren't 100 percent in love uh might have a scratch that they want to itch with a different partner oh no yeah oh well i'd never heard of that i've heard of it before okay so i don't know how true it is yeah and i'm not gonna find out well that's reassuring thank you yeah no problem (laughs) (laughs) i only advise for you yeah okay thank you that's good i like that i like that 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 itch would be pretty expensive to scratch Mm -hmm. shit yeah it would (laughs) all right moving on (laughs) (laughs) anyways what's the what's the secret to making it seven years i i don't know we're constantly learning about each other we're constantly even still yeah yeah um we're constantly i don't know i don't know what it is like i i made a vow to you you know that i'm gonna have i'm gonna share my life with you and even though we're not on the same page on a hundred percent of everything i mean I don't know. Yeah. Compliance. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. You're just I'm complying. Kidding. Yes, mm-hmm. I comply with all the rules. You submit of your dictatorship. <laughs> oh, I'm whatever. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. I don't know. I think that understanding and patience is a big one. Patience. Patience is a big one. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, sometimes you go through. I don't know. You know how easy it is to just like get rid of friends. It's, you know, just like, just, you just don't have to respond anymore. You know, if you don't want to have a friendship anymore, you just don't, you don't respond or you don't make it a priority or, you know, it's the same with, with other people. You mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just with friends. I'm just saying, but like marriage is, is kind of the same way. It's, it's, it's more important in my opinion. Um, what, then your social life? Of course. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're married yeah. to the person. But you know, a lot of people just walk away and just say, I'm done, you know? When it gets tough, when it gets hard, when there's stress and finances associated and, um, I don't know, you know, people get, you know, wandering eyes, you know. Well, that's the seven year itch part. Temptation. But, you know, there's, temptation is out there everywhere, you know, not just with other people. It's, it's out there everywhere and all the time. So it's just, you know, your decisions that you make. Do you really think somebody's tempted by me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Surely not. <laughs> Especially after Cody just blew me up about having I male think, pattern baldness. But I have eyes for you, and I think you're the most attractive guy out there. You were made just for me. That's what I always tell you. And, yeah. And that's <laughs> that's how I feel, though, you know? Right. And whenever I was in junior high, I prayed for a blonde-headed, blue-eyed man. That's why I hate it that my hair's falling out. The one thing you prayed for, you're losing. <laughs> No. As long as you don't lose your eyes, we're in good shape. <laughs> well, one of those was going bad. That just oh, crept gosh. up on me this fall. Yeah. Anyways. My so right I eye. Think, I think that patience and learning and, and being willing to work with, with you, I don't know. Yeah. And here in the next seven years, we might say something completely different. Could be. Don't you think? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going to learn more. What's your opinion? Uh, be selfless. Try to be selfless. Huh. I mean, think about... You before I think about me, and I mean I I struggle with that. And whenever I say that, it's not so much I'm not thinking about you, and I'm thinking about me personally more. I have trouble with thinking about work more. You are a workaholic, yes, and wanting to keep things moving in every direction, keep everybody going forward, and that's where sometimes like, well, I'm well. Case in point, like the podcast over the fall or through the fall, and all the way up to basically Christmas. Didn't do one because I'm just so focused on keeping things move forward. So in that in that point, or at that point, I, I would say, like, I'm sure the podcast wasn't the only thing that was ignored. You were too, in many ways. Oh yeah, and you coming home grouchy every night. You know that gets that wears you down. Woo. Yeah, yeah. I try but to you do know, better about that. But you know what? I, it's hard to see your your partner and and in my situation, my my husband coming home and just being upset about the day because he's every day is a fight. Every day is a fight. You know, not with you. Home. No, no. Every day is a fight out here in business. Yes, and so it's it's kind of. And it's easier to be drugged down than it is to be lifted up. So every day I would be like optimistic and then I would be like, okay, is it going to be happy today or not? Yeah. <laughs> but, and then I got to a point where I just stopped asking, you're going to tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to tell me. I'm not going to just. And usually I knew throughout the day if it was good or bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. But You know, I think one thing that uh, in seven years I've, I'm getting better and better at, and it probably comes with age, is 
I can step back and if I see some, if something wants to get me in a bad mood or tries to get me in a bad mood through the day, or I'm just like, this is such BS. I can always stand back and look at it and say, but compared to X, I've got it pretty good. And that when it comes to like our marriage, like if, if there's something that you do that annoys me, it's easy. It's a lot easier for me today than what it was seven years ago to stand back and go, you know what? That does annoy me about her, but man, I've got it good. Yeah. And I used to not be able to do that very good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I've, I've kind of grown into that. Like, okay. And I think we grow like constantly as we age and stuff, but I would say, I would say you've got a great point there. Let's, uh, let's play a game here. Okay. So after seven years of marriage, name something. It's like family feud. Name something that Ryan used to do for you that Ryan never does for you anymore. <laughs> Are you sure you want to play this game? <laughs> Are you sure? I can always edit it out if it's that bad. Oh, okay. Okay. Ryan used to... There's so many. <laughs> so many? Uh, um, Ryan used to spray the weeds in the landscaping that's a true thing that's a true statement yep what was the one that uh you just said last night you used to (laughs) (laughs) you used to tell me honey if you work hard on supper i'll clean up the kitchen for you afterwards afterwards yep yep and i kind of did no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I unloaded. No. <laughs> I unloaded the dishwasher no, last did. night. Then I had to sit down and take a break. You did not do. Yeah, exactly. And then and this then morning this- when we got up, I started to load the dishwasher, and you just walked over and said, "You're going to do it wrong. I'll just do it." I did, and I and I was joking when I say that because for real, like if somebody loads the dishwasher wrong, like I'm just going to have to redo it anyway. So I just went ahead and did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know something you used to do that you don't do with me anymore? What drink? <laughs> <laughs> So we all, you know, that's not a good thing for your body. And then, you know, you make really silly decisions and say stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what true. else, Ryan? Uh, that's the number one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did partake whenever we were dating and stuff. And then I you just... were trying to impress me, weren't you? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I try to impress everybody. You, you want, uh-huh. I didn't say everybody. I said me. Uh, uh-huh. 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 All right. You want to change the subject? I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm not a drinker anymore, and I'm okay with that. That's totally cool. But you know what I used to do that I don't anymore is sleep in. <laughs> used to sleep in I used to be. Anymore? I used to not be a morning person. That's true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you, folks, and there I is something to-, to be said about a, at least in my opinion, a woman that can wake up in a good mood. It, there is. Yeah. Nothing gets your day off to a worse start whenever you wake up to somebody bitching. But nobody, okay, but everybody is different. Like, and I feel like opposites attract. And now that we are married. <laughs> opposites attract. Well, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of men who wake up cranky, too. Not me. No. Every I've never morning, seen, I'm happy. I have never seen anybody so happy in the morning as Ryan. And as a, I am by nature, not a morning person. By nature, I want a cup of coffee before I talk. And whenever we got married, 
it was kind of like, man, I was so cranky in the morning. I was. You had a great point. You just had a great point. But you were so annoyingly happy. Annoyingly happy. Yes. And everybody who is listening knows exactly who is a person like me by nature, which I've changed that now. (laughs) I've edited my genes. But anyways, everybody knows what I'm talking about. I promise you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that opposites attract. You've either got a super, super happy person in the morning and your partner is like not. That's right. They just need to wake up. And you know what? You're pretty happy most every evening. I come in pissed off. So yeah, opposites are attracting. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's funny. It's so funny. But no, there's no reason to be angry or upset in the morning. Well, bushels. Bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. Tell me what you guys' secrets are for those of you that's been married seven, eight, nine, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years later. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. And being married these days is so, um, when I see young people that have been married for 20 years or so, and when I say young people, I'm just saying people that have been married for 20 years, it's so encouraging because there's a lot of people who just don't make it. Yeah. And I have every intention too, you know? Right. And I'm going to turn down all the temptations that I can. I'm 44 and my mom and dad's been married 44 years. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. Yes, absolutely. And I have every intention to do that. Oh, me too. Yeah. I mean, if I live to 88, I got 44 more years to go. Heck yeah. So that means we'll be married over 50 years. That would be awesome to have a 50th wedding anniversary, wouldn't it? That would be. Talk about something most people don't accomplish in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. There's way more that don't than do. Mm-hmm. So that'd be pretty neat. No, it get, I get excited when I talk about marriage and people being happy together because there's so many people that aren't and they just, you know, they're not selfless, like you said. They they don't work. They don't, or, or not work. They just don't try, you know, and sometimes it gets aggravating as a woman, you know, I thought, you know, I'm going to have this fairy tale lifestyle and my husband's going to be a romantic and he's going to take me on dates and stuff. And like I said, like that's changed just, and I'm not trying to, I'm not saying anything bad about you, but as we grow and these, these days of doing the podcast and stuff, it's what I look forward to. Yeah. Cause we have these and then we just record our conversations. Yep. Which is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is not scripted. <laughs> and it's not romantic in the least at all. Yeah, but it's stuff that like you will remember. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of people that just hate each other and they just live together and they're just doing it for the kids or whatever. And I'm not like that. Like you're not going to hear me bad mouthing. Now I'll have my days where I'm just like aggravated. And that, mm-hmm. and I think that's with anybody and everybody who's human, but I'm not going to go out to a group of people and just bad mouth my husband. And there's so many women who do that. And there's a lot of people that do that. Mm-hmm. There's know? a lot of people who do that about their wives and nobody likes a nagging wife. We all get that. Right. Nobody likes to nag. Do I nag you to change the light bulbs? That's mm, something you used no. to do. No, you don't. You don't nag at me very much at all. I don't ask a whole lot. I just kind of realize that if I don't get it done, it's probably just not going to have to going to have to wait. That's because everything outside <laughs> of this house, if I don't get it done, it's not going to get done. Right, right. So it's a, I mean it's a give and take and and we right. we work better as a team as we get as we grow. Uh, you know, I, one thing I would tell people is if if at all you still have the mentality of and this is, doesn't matter about anything, but if you still have the mentality of the grass is always greener, on the other side, mm. you probably don't need to get married mm-hmm. because it's probably not going to last. 
yeah. last, I should say. Um, you're always going to be thinking like the grass is greener on the other side. And that's probably what's going to lead to cheating and, and, and unhappy, even if you don't cheat, unhappy inside your own home. Mm-hmm. No, you got to be happy with what you got. Because I could sit here and I could start rattling off people who are in a lot tougher position than what I am. You know, take take for instance, the the poor lady up in Iowa mm-hmm. that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Her husband vanished. Yeah, and she's just sitting. There, you know, my grass is greener right now than hers is. Yeah, I feel so sorry for her yeah. and her two boys. Yep. You know, so mm. get the grass is greener out of your uh, out of your uh, head and mm-hmm. make your own damn grass green. That's what yeah. you need to do. And I don't advocate for marriages staying together just for the kids because you only have one life to live, you know, and if you're in an abusive relationship, I don't think that's healthy either. Well, and I, no. And I don't think that's what God wants for you. I'm just talking about people that like live the normal I know, I'm just I'm making that we do. I'm making yeah. an addition to Sure. Sure. To that. But Yeah. But anyway, 7 years it's been fun. 3 years we're on a third year of the podcast, so looking it's forward unreal. to yet another one. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't going to go nowhere. Um, but anyway, what else is going on? Anything around here? We're getting ready to go out to eat tonight. Yeah. Which to is celebrate. why this will be a little bit of an abbreviated podcast. Yeah. Um, we watched. So January 6th was yesterday. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that brought a lot of memories. In our very first podcast, it was so easy for me to talk to because we were. Well, so if this is our third year, I was coming off of all of that electricity that I had like felt in D.C. on the 6th. Yeah. Because I was there. Um, now, we were at a steakhouse when they stormed the Capitol, so we weren't on the grounds when all that went down. But the people that were there were just... I mean, it was so electric. That is the only word that I can describe. Positive, though. Yes. It was fan- It was phenomenal. Because there were families there with little babies mm-hmm. all the way up Strollers. to 18-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All kinds of people. I mean, there were weird people there with earpieces in and their camo outfits. It was just way weird. Like, I, that was weird. There were a few people like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And now we know that those were probably FBI informants or FBI Plants. actors. Yeah. Yeah. So, so last night, Jess and I watched, uh, we have the Epoch Times uh, app on our TV and we subscribe to Epoch Times, and uh, we watched the January 6th, this two-part series of what really happened. And there were, it was a little bit of everything after I got done with it. There were some Trump supporters that did some really stupid shit, but then there was a bunch of question marks about people with police uniforms on um, who also did some things. It's like, wait, 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 you're supposed to be defending the Capitol, and you, you and your policemen are taking down the gates that are about an eighth of a mile away from the Capitol. You're removing them so everybody could just walk up there. Mm -hmm. And then they had video of a police officer that uh, a window had started to get broken. Well, people, they got the people backed off. Well, this police officer kind of looked around, made sure nobody's looking at him. Of course, there was one camera because you can't go anywhere nowadays without a camera on you. Right. There was one camera that caught him looking around, like trying to be inconspicuous. And he goes on ahead and tears the rest of the window out and then encourages people to go in. Like, now, how is that? How, how are there, is there a certain amount of uh, these police officers that are spraying pepper gas, throwing these gas grenades, uh, what looked like paintball guns they were shooting people with? Mm-hmm. You have the, that front of people trying to keep 
these protesters back, but then you have another whole um, facet of police officers that's encouraging people to go in. They're basically just kind of letting them walk right in, just welcome, uh, welcome to the to Congress, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the truly sad part about it is from this documentary is that the people that are in jail for it and have had no due, zero due process. I get throwing someone in jail that trespasses, especially something as big as, as uh, you know, the uh, not the White House, but the um, Capitol. Capitol building. Like, I understand you, you don't. There's certain places it's worse to trespass than others. Mm-hmm. And yes, I, some people say, well, it's a people's house, so we can go in there. No, that's not the way it works. Just because the government owns a building doesn't mean that I, as a taxpayer, can go in it or break a window and get in it any time that I want. Right. That's not the way it works. So I understand somebody getting arrested for trespassing. I get that. Somebody would probably get arrested for trespassing on my property if I told them to leave and they didn't leave. Mm-hmm. But I would never support a person that trespasses on my property to get thrown in jail for three years. Yeah. With zero due process, no court date. And what the few people that did plead guilty now are wishing they didn't because since they pled guilty, that way they could get a reduced sentence, which some of these sentences these people were getting was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like they would get seven counts of trespassing. They would plead guilty to two of them and still get like 10 years in prison. Well, since they've pled guilty, now a bunch more footage, you, you know, because the Republicans that are actually in Congress have turned loose a bunch of the footage from that day. And you could just, I mean, that's all evidence that would have supported them going, wait, 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 wait. Whenever I was in there, the cop was not even trying to Mm -hmm. tell me to leave. Mm -hmm. He's like, as long as you stay behind the velvet rope, you're in good shape. Did they even say that? Yeah, that's what what one of the people interviewed last night said that. And they had, I mean, and they had that guy dead to rights on surveillance camera in there. And it's like, the, the media's portrayal of it is an insurrection. Well, funny if that's an insurrection, not one damn person has been charged with insurrection. Right. Let alone convicted. Not even charged. Including Trump. Including Donald Trump. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the whole media narr- narrative, and, and then you got the Oath Keepers thing. It's, I even fell, fell, to, fell for that one. I thought the Oath Keepers were the guys that were supposed to be there inciting Mm-hmm. All these conservatives and these uh, these mad right wingers to to storm the Capitol, and then they show video of a Capitol police officer coming out after as they were losing control to the Oath Keepers, and saying, "Hey, we know you know a little bit about law and order and trying to um, trying to maintain uh, uh, order. Would you follow us in here and help us to try to maintain some order inside mm-hmm. the Capitol?" Mm-hmm. And they did. And guess what the media did? Turned the whole story and said the Oath Keepers were in there inciting the violence. Yeah, and they yeah. sp- did to rights had a cop talking to those guys saying, come in, we need some help. Yeah. Same with the the Proud Boys, too. I mean, they had they had some people. And I don't I don't necessarily understand the history of all of them. But what I do under from what I gathered, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys are made up of like retired military maybe cops or law enforcement or law enforcement yeah any kind of law enforcement maybe firefighters and that kind of thing like they have some some background of basic i don't know basic law enforcement yeah anyway so trying to maintain order yeah things like that right yeah they wouldn't be there to incite but the people that did incite violence come to find out are fbi agents yeah paid for by media outlets and the fbi yeah 
So you have these people that have sat in jail for three years for doing nothing but trespassing. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, this guy named Ray Epps, who yeah. didn't get anything. Um, did he finally get arrested? I think like he was two indicted. or three months ago. I think he was indicted. But I mean, but for is all he this in jail? Time, no. His face was on there mm-hmm. telling people going inside, go inside. Yeah. We got to go inside. That's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as he was saying that, you could see the people's faces standing around. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, that's like probably illegal right but he's sitting there go inside go inside have him on camera and numerous cameras saying that and he never got in trouble Mm -mm. so that that stands like raises the question why why we had you on video i mean you were famous two days after january 6th well and in the hearing there you know they asked um one of the fbi higher-ups they said is ray Epps working for you and she said she couldn't answer that and then they said, is he on the payroll? And they couldn't answer that. And then is he did is he this or that? Well, I can't answer that. So, I mean, there you have it. The non-answer was the answer. Yeah. Yeah, he was exactly. working for us. And we're exactly. not going to give you any information about him. Yeah, a lot of times your answer, if anything, is what is not said versus what is said, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. Epoch Times is where we, we watch that. It's a two-part series. And, and you know what? That Epoch Times, they've, had, they've got a lot of good little shows on mm-hmm. there. They do. You they know? really do documentaries stories some movies yeah Yeah. you know something else i did after you went to bed last jess cut out on me about three quarters of the way through part two of that that series because she was tired but i stayed up watched the rest of that show something i did after that you've heard of the uh app rumble Mm -hmm. we have rumble on our tv yeah yeah i went and started watching just just looking up rumble stuff really yeah tucker carlson's (laughs) on there yeah so i watched one of his shows last night you know He's so good. Yeah, yeah. Just, so I've subscribed to the Tucker Carlson Network because he just came out with his new network and um, he's doing all the interviews and stuff on there. I just want to make sure I'm not missing something and something isn't going to get censored on Twitter or Facebook. Well, I don't even know that he's played on Facebook, but I just want to know. I just want to hear the interviews for myself and have access to those. That's why we subscribe now. Yeah, <clears throat> we subscribe so, to Tucker's. Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, did you pay for that? Yes. You did? Yes. How much was it? I think it's like seven ninety nine a month or like, um, okay. it's a little bit less than that for the year. Huh. Maybe something like that. Well, I wonder why you could watch that stuff on Rumble, Rumble for free. Maybe it's like delayed. I don't know. I don't know. And and maybe you have exclusive access to other interviews or maybe like a backstage. I haven't looked. We've only been like subscribers for a week. So oh, it's not okay. like I have a lot of information. Okay. I got you. So, I got you. But um, I do know that he interviewed Julian Assange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the last few weeks, he released um, just a tidbit of that. Yeah. You know, so that'll be interesting to hear about. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. But yeah, go go check that out. It's a good watch. It really is. Yeah. And it'll open your eyes a little bit more. You know, as conservatives, like for me personally, I hated the January 6th thing. I, mm-hmm. I did not like the fact it happened. I didn't like, I definitely don't like the fact, I think three quarters of it was a setup, but I didn't like the other quarter, the people that I would like to say I relate to that walked in there. Mm-hmm. I just, you don't do it. I, I would say have, you, I would say you relate to 90% of the people that walked into there. You know, there are... I, as I said, yeah, ideology-wise, but still, you got to draw a line somewhere. I know, but I'm just saying, if I put myself in that position and was shoved into 
the, which mom and I and the people that we were with, we were on the other side where the speeches were supposed to be taking place. On the side that they were on where everybody like rushed in and maybe they rushed both sides. I don't know because we were gone by that time. But on the, on the other side, it was all blocked off because they were getting set up for the inauguration. Yeah. So everything was like blocked off. But I'm going to tell you something. There were no trash cans. There were no borders and barriers like put up. There were there was a three foot maybe barrier put up mm-hmm. between the steps and the backside of it where everybody was supposed to be giving speeches. I, I just it just was very eerie and weird. And I remember the people that we were with just saying, all right, let's get out of here before everybody starts coming in. Let's just get out of here. Um, and I don't know. Deborah, actually, mom and Deborah and myself were in a text message yesterday, and she said, I'm just so glad the Holy Spirit led us to leave at the the time that we did, because there's no telling what would have happened. Do you think, though, that you're, you know, because it's the biggest FBI investigation in the history of the United States mm-hmm. of America is investigating who was at January 6th. They just said that last night on mm-hmm. that program. This is hands down the biggest, the F- biggest yeah. FBI investigation ever, which in my opinion is pathetic. A joke, yeah. Pathetic. Yeah. You're investigating a bunch of your own citizens, thousands and thousands and thousands of them, as, as, a, as opposed to investigating some of the people that's walking across our southern border. Exactly. You know, like, what mm-hmm. what the hell? And, and then they're calling us all domestic terrorists. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. If... I support Donald Trump, and that makes me a domestic terrorist. Put me on the watch list. Yeah, I'll be. I, I'm t- talk about a feather in my hat. I mm-hmm. will be. I will stand there. Well, and that's what these people are doing. They're standing up, and they're not taking plea deals because of this is our right. We have the right to protest. Yep, we have the right to protest. And if the police let them in there, those people did absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. You know, it is what it is. I mean, and those are the facts. They've been proven. The videos prove everything, which is why nobody released any of the footage until now. Yeah. It was all being censored. And I, I remember walking or thinking about like the, the week before when Trump announced that he was having it, or maybe two weeks before sometime in December of 2020 after the election was stolen because I could not believe my eyes. I had left my job. I was at home. I was doing all my home stuff and uh, learning how to be a stay-at-home mom and helping the office, yada, yada. And I remember watching the election and being like, no, this is not right. This is not right. Yeah, the election. Yeah. Yeah. And, And so whenever he announced that, he said, be there January 6th in D.C., I looked to see how long it would take us to get to D.C. It's eight hours from here. And I said, Ryan, I came downstairs and I said, Ryan, everything inside of me is saying going to D- go to D.C. Yeah. And he said, take off. And go. I'm like, can you go? Can you handle Alden? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, go. He was like, I kind of want to go. And I said, well, then let's try to find a sitter and let's go. And he's like, no, I can't. I've got a haul. Yeah. <laughs> you got a haul grain, grain or something. January. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, I just remember... And being so frustrated, so frustrated because it was immediately after everybody was in the Capitol, the media turned it on everybody that was there. And I guarantee you, there are probably a million people there. Yeah. The yeah. biggest crowd I've ever seen. Do I recall you saying that there were no restrooms there, porta potties or anything? Yeah, nothing. Nothing there at the Capitol. Zero. Uh-uh. Zero. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that was the, the, I don't know if there, is there a mayor of D.C.? 
Yeah, like, she's a Democrat. What's her name? I can't remember uh, what I, her I can't name recall was. Her name, anyways. She had denied all the stuff because right. the, Trump had Trump and all of the people had requested all of that, and she denied it. Yeah, see, so that's the way that works. Mm-hmm. People, pe- the media tried to spin it like Donald Trump didn't send the the uh, National Guard. Well, Donald Trump can't send them. No, yeah, he can all he, the, all he can do with the National Guard is offer their assistance if somebody requests it. Uh-huh. So on January the fourth, he contacted uh the mayor of dc and then he contacted also the washington dc police department and asked would you like extra help it's going to be a big crowd here on january the 6th do Mm -hmm. you need any extra help and they said no well the second they said no donald trump can't just tell him to go he doesn't have that constitutional authority all he has is the ability to offer it. But then they have to say, yes, we accept your offer or no, we don't. Mm-hmm. Well, he, they said, no, we don't. Well, the way the media tried to spin that is that the after it was all said and done, the National Guard was available, but they didn't show up. <laughs> yeah. And it was all Donald Trump's fault they didn't show up. And that's absolute horseshit. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. And then it was like after that happened, what, two weeks later and after the inauguration, all these like National Guard show up and they're guarding the place for a month. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And the the fences that went up were like 20 foot fences. And yep. it was ridiculous. Yep. Like what? I don't know. I, America has I was slid so mad. backwards so fast in four years. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you. In three. Yeah, three years. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how, and you know, we come on this podcast and we talk about trying to be optimistic and, and, and still long on America. And I, after I got done watching January 6th show last night, it's hard. It's tough right now to be long on America. I, if they are doing this to civilians, I mean, the, the, these civilian, these people's sixth amendment rights to due process have completely been thrown by the wayside because of the freaking Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. That's the workaround of the, of mm-hmm. the Constitution is the damn Patriot Act that was supposed to be a good thing to go help catch terrorists. Well, now they use the Patriot Act to paint us all as terrorists and get around the Sixth, the sixth Amendment. It's just, it's, it's so infuriating me. I, I mean, woke up this morning talking to Jess. I was like, I, have we lost? And that, and that resonated with me because it really is kind of a slap in the face when you go, these are Americans in yes. jail. In jail. Without due process. These Americans were illegally in the mm-hmm. Capitol bu- building. I get that. Give them a misdemeanor but trespass if they're and get welcomed rid of them. In, if they're welcomed in by the police, then they're not in there illegally. Okay. So now take, Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Now take what you just said and apply that exact same thing to an immigrant coming across <laughs> the southern border. Are they legal? <laughs> no. Well, see, then, like, I don't think you can okay. play that both sides. Okay. okay. Wait a second. You can't you can't play that with an American citizen and then like be okay with that. But you you want to give that immigrant the same rights, like saying, "Oh, come on in, no big deal," and give them the same exact rights as what we we have as American as citizens. What is that called? Whenever like a cop would let somebody in some place just so they break a law, just so they can turn around and arrest them. What's, um, there's a name for that. Yep. Um, everybody's screaming it right now damn it what was that name or what is that name entrapment entrapment that's right exactly right entrapment (laughs) so are are this are the are the people at the southern border 
uh, entrapping these illegals coming across Rio Grande. I'm not saying you're right, wrong or right. I'm just asking the, the question. You've I mean, got such a good point. Like, I get I get what you're saying. But, like, it's not okay for the federal government to do what they're doing. No, it's not. It's not okay. Because they're infiltrating our entire country. I mean, it's unreal. Now, I will agree with you here. Okay? These are Americans that went into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. They are in. They are subject to the Sixth Amendment. They get due process. These illegals coming across the southern border, I personally don't think they do. Mm-mm. They're not American citizens. Yeah. Now, if you want to become an American citizen, we do it legally. We welcome you with open arms. Yeah. But I don't know. I just And then you look at everything going on at the southern border, these busloads after busloads after busloads of, of immigrants, or not immigrants, illegals getting sent mm-hmm. to Chicago, getting sent to San Francisco, New York, you name them. And we're putting them up in nice hotels. Mm-hmm. All the while, we have our own kids homeless. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not, I'm not sure what the answer is here. Whether you give the, these these home the kids definitely you give them a place to stay. Yeah. Their parents who are pieces of shit. Ah, uh, that's a case by case basis. But no, but here's what I do know: Why are we putting these illegals in these nice hotels and leaving anybody homeless on our, any American homeless on our streets? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I, it, to me, it's not that much rocket science. Well, so why are we doing it? I'm, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess we're doing it. That way we can let these illegals vote. Vote, yeah. Yeah. Because we've read a couple stories of where they're trying to make, especially in California, make it so the illegal people can vote. Well, here in Illinois, they can be police officers now. Yeah. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? At what point do we stop paying taxes? That is maddening. At what point do we stop paying taxes? And I'm not talking local taxes. You're talking federal. I'm talking federal. Well, not even federal. State, like, where my money goes to Springfield and then Pritzker does whatever he wants to with it. Pays an illegal to be a cop to arrest you. Yeah. Yeah. When do we stop paying that money? Who pays the FBI? taxpayers so we're yeah yeah Yeah. so what are we doing we're basically paying them to call us terrorists and come Mm -hmm. arrest us Mm -hmm. yeah that doesn't make a whole lot of sense no you know so what are we what are we gonna do that's what here we are here we are here we are this is why it's so hard uh, to be long on america right now mm -hmm. yeah i don't get it yeah you know we've we've messed up so bad through the covid stuff that we're begging military members that got kicked out because they wouldn't take the vaccine Mm mm-hmm and whether you took it or not, your damn business. I If you did, great. If you didn't, whatever. I know what I think about it, and I've shared it with you guys. But if you're going to kick somebody out for not doing something <laughs> as stupid as that, and then come back and beg for them to come, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. you pathetic idiots. Mm-hmm. I think the same with pilots, too. Like, pilots are shorter. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's DEI. And the pilots and everything, you know, you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the best pilot in the world. We need a pilot to fill this position. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, uh, 87% of our pilots are white. We need to get a couple black pilots or, mm-hmm. or, or Hispanic pilots in yeah. here now. Yeah. Uh, those guys, I'm just saying, there's cases where these guys might have failed and been at the bottom of the class. Mm-hmm. Is that who you want flying you to Punta Cana? Not me. No. I don't. I want no. the best of the best. And I don't give a damn what color you are. Yeah. I'm no yeah. problem with two black pilots. Yep. No problem with two Hispanic pilots. DEI has been around for a very long time. 
and it's fine. I think it's finally catching up to us in every which way we can possibly. Mm. You look, you get all the way down to some of the shit that we just buy on a daily basis at Walmart and how crappily put together it is. Mm-hmm. You know, most of these products that we buy are from mega corporations. They produce them. And who, what do the mega corporations institute? DEI. They're not putting the best person in the best position for the most positive outcome they possibly can. Yeah. You know, all in the name of equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. I, sorry. I, I just, uh, I'm optimistic about our household. That's what I'm optimistic <laughs> about. But I, I, I tell you what, I'm having, I'm having more and more trouble being optimistic about what this place is going to look like in 44 years whenever Cohen or whenever Alden and, well, and Cohen mm-hmm. are getting close to my age. Yeah. That yeah. scares me. Yeah. It really does. And I think that's why you see a lot of people like us, like in their parents going, why are they so like ate up with politics and stuff? Well, if you're not paying attention, you're not paying attention to what's happening. Like in just letting people know what's happening. Yeah. Do you not know that this is happening under your nose? You have no idea. Do you not care about the, the world exactly. your kids are going to grow up exactly. in? Exactly. Yeah. So if you want to call us political flukes and freaks, that's and, uh, fine. Yeah, Go whatever. Right whatever. <laughs> it's okay. But you know what? My son will know what a boy and a girl is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My son will know that global warming is not going to kill him. It's in hoax. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. If you look at the snowflakes that we're turning out in schools right now, they can't hardly read. They cannot do math. They mm-hmm. don't know when to use addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, but mm-hmm. they're scared shitless that global warming is going to kill them. Yeah. This is yeah. not what we need in America. This is no. not what's going to make us great. Not at all. But anyway boy that went off on a different direction you want to get some news i got no a little kidding. bit here okay you know i told you guys that we had news from last week whenever chris came on that was a fantastic interview he gave with us we got all kinds of rave reviews from people and emails and messages and things like that he did a great job and once again thank you chris but thank you chris here's some of the stories that we had from last week from outkick.com headline usa boxing to allow men who have their junk <laughs> cut off to beat up women. <laughs> That's terrible. Have you heard this? I have. USA Boxing has adopted a new transgender policy that will allow males to compete in the female category under certain conditions. The governing body, which oversees amateur and Olympic-style boxing in the United States, will now permit adults who identify as transgender to fight in the category of their choice. How? Then here we go. This is going to make everybody feel better. However, they will be required to declare their new gender gender identity, complete regular hormone hormone testing, and undergo gender reassignment surgery. Mm. So as long as, so in other words, as long as they get a chop a dick off of me, they can hop in the ring and beat the shit out of a woman. Pathetic. Mm. This is this is another, another DEI example. Equity and inclusion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These people have mental illnesses, just like the person that shot up Perry, Iowa this past week. You notice how fast that disappeared from the headlines. Ryan, when you told me that there was a school shooting, I'm like, holy cow. I've Okay, I hear what you're saying, because this was in the morning, remember? And I'm not naturally a morning person, so I was not all there. And I just kind of marked it off in my head, like, I'm going to hear about so much more of this later or I'll read about it on Twitter, whatever. I didn't hear anything other than, where is it in the news? No, nowhere. 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 It was the bottom headline at the end of that day. Like a scrolling headline on the bottom. Just a... Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah, the thing you read at the bottom. Uh The the anchors didn't even talk about it. Pathetic. Mm -hmm. Pathetic. 
these pe- these people are mentally ill. They need helps. What they need, mm-hmm. you know. You, you look at all these shooters. The Nashville shooter from last year, mm-hmm. LGBTQ. Yeah, there was a list of them, like the five. Oh, there's a ton of them. We went over them right here on this show before. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the five most recent mass shootings that we've had. Yeah. And it's all, I, I, whatever. I just, but what's pathetic is LGBTQ or not, why did that not get any more traction than what it did? Once again, it's a horrible deal. Because it doesn't support the narrative. That's right. Once again, another, so now men can get a chop a dick off of me and go beat up women in a ring, or you can be LGBTQ, go shoot up a school, and we're just not going to talk a whole lot about it. Yeah. They were bullied, and that's Once the again, reason it's, why. Once it's, again, it's tough to be long on America right now. It is. I'm not giving up. I'm long on my house. I'm not long on America. <laughs> From Newsmax.com, kind of staying with the same same topic here. Have you heard this one? Newsmax.com uh, has reported that the country in Africa called Bur- Burundi, Burundi's president says gay people should be stoned. Oh. That's a real story. That's a real thing. Burundi is over there on the, basically on the east side of Africa. But uh, it says Burundi's president, uh, boy, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Uh, E-N is what I'll call him, uh, has called on citizens to stone gay people, escalating a crackdown on sexual minorities in a country where LGBT people already face social ostracism in jail terms for up to two years if convicted of same-sex offenses. Mm. If you want to attract a curse to the country, accept homosexuality, E-N said in a question and answer session with journal journalists and the public held on, uh, held on Friday. I even think that these people, if we find them in Burundi, it is better to lead them to a stadium and stone them. And that cannot, and that cannot be a sin. He said, describing homosexuality, homosexuality as imported from the West. So what do you think about that? Stoning gay people. What do I think about it? Yeah. I think that's pretty harsh. What do you think God thinks about that? I think that you've got me speechless here because I've got my, I've got my Bible and what I know, you know, the way God made it is for a man to be with a woman and vice versa um, and not man to be with man. I also just came back from the ark, which talked about how, nasty the world was before the flood that killed all of the people on the earth except for the eight and then i know what was happening before the flood which was all all of this stuff and like trans is not something that is new no this has been around since bible times oh yeah you know men dressing up as women and women you know it's always been around so it's supposed to be a man and a woman period stoning i don't i think that at that point god would say well they've rejected you know their purpose so what the people that's so let them live they've got free will you know that's what i say i I say that's too much stoning somebody for being gay no way yeah no way yeah there's a big difference between me not wanting to introduce my kid mm -hmm. to that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. versus actually doing physical harm to somebody who does that. Yeah. 
And you know, a lot of, a lot of Americans don't realize that when you go to another country and they don't have the same Western beliefs as America, and they're so accepting of every single person and every different make type and model. And, uh, you know, if you don't believe their religion, they're pretty serious about killing you. Well, yeah. I mean, like doing away. Well, that's you know. like the LGBTQ people that wanted to also side with the Palestinians. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah. you don't understand. You have no idea. Go try it. And that is so serious. Like in Israel, they kill people just because they don't believe the same way religiously. It has nothing to do with sexual orientation. It is who you believe in. Yeah. God or who, what I mean that. Jesus wasn't the savior. You know, it's it's the difference in that alone. There might be a few, but try being a gay Muslim. Because I, I don't know how that's going to turn out for you. Huh. You know, and there might be a few. I've, never, I've thought, never researched it. I've never thought a whole lot about this, but I do know that God gave us free will. Absolutely. And um, he wants all people saved, but people are going to reject it. And I yep. mean, because there is evil in this world. Yep, exactly. So, I don't know. You ready to move on? Yes. <laughs> It's been a while since we heard this song. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go with some California news, because we all love that kind of news, don't we? Let's look at some new laws that went into effect in 2024 Mm -hmm. in California. Mm -hmm. You ready? Mm -hmm. Doctors in California who mail abortion pills to patients in other states will, will be protected from prosecution. So you have your, since since Roe versus Wade was overturned, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some states have said abortion is illegal. Well, if you live in one of those states, you can still call a doctor in California, and they will mail you the abortion pills that you were looking for in your state that you can't mm-hmm. get in your state. Mm-hmm. You know what I think somebody ought to do now? What somebody from one of those states that abortion is illegal? Yeah, I mean, so basically, what the doc, what California is saying is, we don't give a shit if you like whether we're going to bootleg ab- abortion pills to your state or not. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So somebody in one of these states need to just seriously start bootlegging cigarettes back to California. <laughs> like I, I, that's what you have to do now. Like I mean, truckloads after truckloads, and then whenever California gets mad and comes back on that state, that state goes, nope, we're not going to prosecute them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, boy. So another law that goes into effect here is uh, workers in California receive a minimum of five days of sick leave, sick leave annually instead of three, which they will accrue once they have been employed for at least 200 days. Labor advocates say the increase will curb the spread of disease by preventing employees from working when they are sick. We're afraid you're going to spread sickness. Mm. So we will. You know how many people call in sick that ain't sick. They call in sick because they overslept or something stupid like that. I don't buy it. Fast food workers will get a minimum wage increase to $20 per hour on April 1. My question, why not just make it $40 an hour? Illinois is not too far behind, right? No, I think we're at 14 right now, right? But we're going going to 17 pretty soon. 16. 16? Okay. Yeah. Don't mark my words. Don't mark Ryan's words. I've always said, I've always said, I hate minimum wage. There should be no minimum wage at Mm -hmm. all. That the wage that an employee is paid should be between the person that's paying the employee and the employee. Yeah. I will accept to flip burgers for you for $5 an hour, yeah. or you can take your burgers and you can flip them yourself. Yep. 
Yep. And somehow or another, the free market, free market capitalism will figure out the way to find the best burger for the best price. Mm-hmm. This is all artificial. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to pay them 20, why not just pay them 40? If you're going to give them a li- living, a quote unquote living, living wage, wage yeah. why don't you give them a damn good living wage? Wouldn't that help the economy even more? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, it, according I to these it. people, these delusional people who think this is a good idea and when it comes to economics, whatever. Um, what else do we have here? Laws requiring businesses to report their emissions and financial risks won't, and from climate change won't take effect until 2026. More stupid, just world Mm -hmm. WTO crap, Mm -hmm. world economic forum crap, you know, got to report your emissions and final financial risk from climate change. Uh, Speaking of uh, World Health Organization, I believe Tucker did an interview of the guy talking about COVID and um, he had something to say, something along the lines of you have no idea what the WHO has in store for you, like in the next two years. <laughs> so get ready. Yeah, you're going to eat bugs and be happy. Mm-hmm. Remember? And own nothing. Own no- Eat bugs, own nothing and be happy. Yep. Another one here, this is the last one for the California update. Foster families will be required to demonstrate their ability to meet the health and safety needs of children, regardless of sexual orientation or gender identity. This is one of several bills the legislature passed this year to expand protections for LGBTQ youth. It's nuts. Do you realize how... Look at how many kids are going to be hurt by that. How many good families, good uh, uh, mom and dad type families, husband and wife type mm-hmm. families, Christian people who don't subscribe to the LGBTQ stuff like me and you, we're out. We would never get to help a foster kid. Right, right. Well, even if the foster kid oh, yeah. wasn't LGBTQ, just, oh, yeah. the, just the fact that we won't subscribe to that idea because it's not Christian, I, that is something that will hurt kids, not help them. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we need to go? Are we getting close to half? I think we need. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Got to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. We're on a timeline though. today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Doggone it. Do we have people going to be showing up here in just a minute? (laughs) We do. We're going to go eat with some friends to celebrate you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Is that funny? What did you say last night? Crack me up. I don't know. You said uh, (laughs) Alden and me and Jess were in the house and just kind of talking and stuff and jess was like yeah we're gonna celebrate our uh our seven year anniversary tomorrow alden and i said yeah alden you weren't here seven years ago and mom and jess goes yeah we're gonna celebrate it without you <laughs> oh you thought that was real funny i thought that was hilarious i was like yeah you see like like you weren't here seven years ago and you ain't gonna be here tomorrow yeah <laughs> meanies i know Poor he didn't want to come anyways though did he <laughs> No, no, I don't want to go. I want a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. boy. Well, like I said, it was going to be a little bit of an abbreviated one. I still got some more stories that we can use next week. Okay. That'd be good. That'd be good. So, I'm ready for 2024. It is rough gonna, and ready. Epstein list is coming out. We're learning more and more about all kinds of stuff. So, Yeah. 2024 will be, this is going to be an interesting year. There's yep. no doubt with the election and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. My total weight is behind Trump. Well, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Are you still long on America? Yep. Okay. Yep. I am optimistic. I am hopeful. I know I know that there are more people praying for this country that are not. So, I'm yeah. just saying. Well, 
You can be long on the Bushels and Barrels program because we're going to be here next week. Okay. Unless I'm sick or something mm-hmm. or you're sick. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Sorry, we're, we're just going to have to get out of here. We're going to have to cut it short. Going to have to just edit this thing, get on the road for our friends showing up. So, uh, as we leave, I'm going to leave you with the song that Jess and I's first dance was. Mr. We Clint think. Black. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try seven more years? Of course. Okay, let's do it again. 57. 57 please. more. <laughs> All right, your U.S. debt clock has said that in the past 58 minutes, we have spent $108,902,978 in the United States. That is added debt. So, go sleep on that. Mm. (laughs) $108 million we spent in one hour. Yikes. Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. We will, Jesus Christ is still our Savior. We will see you next week. Adios. Times are troubled. These times are good and they're always gonna be They rise and they fall We take them all the way that we should Together you and me Forsaking them all Deep in the night Nothing's ever gonna change the way I feel The way it is, is the way that it was When I said I do, I meant that I will Till the end of all time Be faithful and true That's what I had in mind when I said I do. This whole world keeps changing and the world stays the same for all who came before. And it goes hand in hand. Only you and I can undo. All that we became That makes us so much more So much more Than a woman and a man And after everything That comes and goes around Has only passed us by Here alone in our dreams I know there's a lonely heart But forever you and I will be the ones Who found out what forever means When I said I do I meant that I will Till the end of all time Be faithful and true 
Ah! Uh-huh.